Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glyn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories, insights, and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have, no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to Unstoppable with me. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome. I can't wait to get into this episode. I have the beautiful Kate Harris with me on as my guest. She is a business and marketing strategist who helps purpose-led businesses and leaders to build impact brands so that they can build profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. When I met Kate, it was at a business retreat and she shared her story of her transition out of corporate, leaving her very successful career where she was growing some of the world's leading consumer brands into starting her own consulting business. I love the fact that she talked about the niggle that she felt and the realisation that she needed to design her life. And that's exactly what she helps business owners and leaders do today. I hope you'll enjoy this episode as much as I did. Hey Kate, welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here as well. Oh no, I'm I'm really looking forward to this chat. We met recently at a business retreat and one of the things that really inspired me to ask you to be on this podcast was the conversation we had about your journey to where you got to now. I feel like we've shared some similar thoughts and views about leaving our corporate worlds into embracing the world of entrepreneurship. And I just really wanted to be able to have an honest conversation that allowed us to share some of that conversation that we had privately on on the podcast. And also just so that there is a greater level of openness about the reality of the journey to making a transition out of corporate into an entrepreneurial journey. Would you do me the great honor of sharing a little bit more about you so that we can just bring people up together on the journey that you've been on so far? Yeah, sure. So uh, as you said, um, I'm now on the entrepreneurial journey, but I didn't actually always start here. And I'm now a third generational entrepreneur And I had parents and grandparents who were all entrepreneurs. I grew up with my parents running multiple successful businesses, doing really well. You know, my mum was amazing. She literally ran a business with my dad and had four kids, raised us. You know, I never felt like she never had time for me. Um, So it was an amazing upbringing, but I watched them work crazy hours. So I thought, I love business. I'll study business and go and work for other businesses and grow their business. So you know, my passion started early um, and that sort of headed me into that corporate world. Um, and I went into marketing and specifically marketing-led organizations because I loved the idea of running the business, having autonomy and having something really tangible that I could grow. And I really love marketing and strategy and brand. Um, and it was, it was awesome. Like I got to travel the world. I got to live in London. 
Um, and so it was, it was amazing for a really, really long time. Um, and then I think the more and more I got into it and the more senior that I got in my roles, um, I loved the marketing side of it, but this little question or this little thought sort of started to pop up, right? Mm. Um, and I think it's sort of different for every everyone how these kind of journeys start. But I started to question, like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? You know, do I really want to be that boss and take that next job into like traveling the world and being on the schedule of global companies? Mm. You know, and I started to question too, because I'm really... Um, uh, health um, and sort of intuitive and I, I wanted to work for brands that I actually felt super passionate about and while a lot of the businesses I worked for had a lot of integrity um, yeah. I learned amazing leadership skills amazing marketing skills um, I just didn't feel aligned anymore to that life and I kind of started to feel caged mm. I guess is a really great way or I feel like I'd go to work and I was in a movie and I was playing out the role but I didn't feel like I was me anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think that's when this idea started to form in my head. Like, what if like I could actually do something that I loved and was aligned to and could make me money and had the opportunity to live life on my terms? Um, and I think that's when the sort of thought bubble used to come. And I'd sit in meetings that I'd think, why do I need to be in this meeting? And I'd be dreaming about like all these possibilities in my head and thinking, mm. no, no, you've got to concentrate on this meeting. And so it was like, I kind of, that sort of just kept bubbling to the point where I would wake up and just think, I, I, don't, I feel sick even the thought going to work anymore because I just do not feel, it's like the universe started saying, you know, you've got you to start listening. This isn't just a thought. This is something yeah, you're, you're no longer aligned, like you can keep going down this path, but you're not happy. Like it's not fulfilling you. And how long did you sit with that discomfort? Over what period were you getting the universe giving you nudges and giving you these opportunities to daydream and have this excitement building in your mind and the imagination about what a life outside of the current corporate environment you were living could look like? But how long did, if I might, assert and you can tell me if it was wrong but how long did your fear keep you keep you connected to doing what you were doing and I say that with jest because I know certainly I, I've been through the same same journey but over what period did you allow that I guess idea to percolate? It's interesting because if I really think about it it was probably more like three three or four years yeah wow. it started off with feeling exhausted because because I was good at my job I, you know I would always work on the biggest brands in the portfolio um, and then if you're a capable person in corporate you just mm. get given more and more and so I'd yes. become more efficient and try and become better at what I was doing and um, quicker and you get to the point where that you're then working consistently you know those 10 12 hour days and mm you and it's like you're as efficient as possible and I started getting really exhausted so it sort of started with the fact that I started to feel exhausted in the role and I was like is this just burnout or am I actually because with that I was like started to question whether I wanted this life longer term mm. and when I looked at the career path that sort of set out for you I started to think well do I want to be you know 
um, a mum who is like working crazy hours, raising my kid, having to travel in corporate roles. Like, you know, so it sort of started there. And I actually took a sabbatical from my company and I went to Europe and lived with a friend of mine in London and I traveled around Europe and I thought maybe I just needed a rest and I came back and then took another role. Um, but that feeling pretty quickly started again mm. when I was in that role. And that's, I think, when I really had to start listening. Um, yeah. And I think, and at that time, I actually met two mentors, actually. So one of them, he was financially free at 35 and he ran these online businesses and like educational programs. And he was telling me how he got to the point in his job where he was getting ulcers. He was an accountant, a chartered accountant mm. in one of the big accounting firms. And he was saying like, and I started to notice some similarities in the journey. Like I was starting to feel exhausted and like things that I should have not felt as exhausted. Cause I knew I, I you know, I was doing yeah, yoga work, and I yeah. was doing, all this stuff to look after my body. Um, I was eating well and, you know, all those high performance habits that we know that we need to do to really perform in these roles. Absolutely. Um, but I still felt tired and I was tired because I felt like I was slowly a fish out of water, I guess. Yeah. Like I wasn't. I didn't it's almost like you're separating yourself from yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. started to think, well, actually like, you know, these aren't like these are not necessarily products I would eat myself or these are not products that um it was both a combination of the the brands I was working on because I'd become so into looking after myself yeah as part of that journey of figuring of out my life and then a combination of I felt caged and like I had to follow this path and if I was starting to steer from it I you know they were like here's the opportunity. This is what you need to do. It's like this step ladder that you take. And I felt that I couldn't, if I tried to go a little bit outside of that, I was sort of pushed back into yeah. that path. If that, if that makes sense. It does. I think with corporate roles, it's, there's, it's an easy place to start seeing a pathway to the top and it can involve a number of different roles or building on your skill set, but keeps you very connected to that particular area and then you're you're transcending each each level and go and going further and further up but that works if that's what you want if you want exactly. something that's different and has variety and it's interesting and listening to what you said at the outset around what you observed with your your parents around the sense of oh goodness you know these 10 12 hours these long long working days that they were doing to to do business and therefore your reason for choosing you know working for someone else meant that you had more freedom but ironically feeling more and more caged over time as a consequence of just a change in your own energy and journey and the misalignment of who you were now becoming and stepping into versus where where the, the corporate environment was leading you yeah gosh yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting you picked up on that because that was exactly a thought that I had, which was that, you know, I'd not wanted to go down the entrepreneurial path because of the crazy hours. And then I went into corporate and by the end of my corporate career, I was literally in the same situation. Yeah. And what was funny is not only did I meet some mentors who showed me there are other ways to do yeah. it. So like another mentor of mine took, takes three months off a year and he works half a day every day. And I'm like, and he was running a multi-million dollar 
business with a small team. And I was like, wow, like just starting to blow my mind around this different way of versus my corporate like path. And it was interesting because around that time, my dad actually retired from the business. My mum had already passed away. And so he was basically running the business on his own, but not wanting to be in there full time like he used to. And he actually put in someone to run the business and all of a sudden said to me, he's like, all these years, I thought I had to be in there all the time um, running this business. And now I'm in there two days a week or equivalent of two days a week. And it's running really well. Um, He's like, so this actually just showed me I didn't need to be working as crazy as I was this whole time. Oh, how interesting. And, And it was interesting that that happened around that same time that I was starting to question, you know, does it have to be either or, or does it have to be, you know, I think we get in our heads and these belief systems that, you know, you either have to do the corporate path or you either have to be an entrepreneur where your life is crazy. You're trying to do everything. And, you know, we all hear the stories of the entrepreneurial life, trying to do Mm. all the roles in the business, no time to be strategic and, um, or you just burn out because you're just trying to do it all. So it's like, I, I thought it had to be like this or this, but actually there's so many different paths. To yeah, absolutely. And I think that's part of the discovery. And I know certainly in my early part, I was probably in that same spot where you've gone from having a team in, in the corporate environment and systems and processes set up and access to a significant amount of resources, budgets. And then you come and do things yourself and you realize you are wearing six to 12 different hats and you're doing everything and it is longer hours and you're getting less reward and there's less return uh, for the time that you're spending and you often do have those moments of oh my goodness what what am I doing and is this the, is this the right thing but I think it's a cycle that if you can be aware of that is not the, what you're choosing from the outset then to your point around strategy, you know, how, how can you actually build a strategy around your life that then says, okay, if I want to design the life that I want, what problem do I need to solve and what solution do I need to come up with that creates that opportunity and outcome? And I think we, we get lost in, in not thinking about what's the solution that we need and think we have to live with the worst or the least worst of the two 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 worst exactly. case problem scenarios exactly. yeah 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 if you, if you think about it a couple of things even just come to mind when we talk about that is we live in a society of black and white and you know like if you you know day and night like everything is like polar but actually there's so many different ways it can be done and we get to choose that's that's the amazing thing we can actually choose and if you think what's the end like with the end in mind yes it starts to be a completely different thought process so if you start to say okay I actually want to have flexibility I want to have time okay well what would that take well that means you know if I want to earn this kind of income in my business then I need to start thinking about well what systems and processes can I start to implement now like what are my non-negotiables create boundaries now for your business so it's actually it completely starts to change the way you think about your business, doesn't it? And, yeah. and I know you, this is something we've talked about before. Yeah, around absolutely. Completely changing the way you think about starting your business. 
Oh, 100%. And if I, if I take you back to then you have that niggle and you go, right, okay, I'm, I'm seeing that actually there's a new way. You've seen your dad step out of the business and retire, but still have someone else run it and then be, be in there a couple of days. What then facilitated your transition? And, and, and talk to me about the journey that you've been on subsequent to leaving your corporate career. Yeah, so I think it got to the point where, you know, I look back and I think, why did I let it get this far? But um, (laughs) it was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do while I was still in that environment was actually really hard because Mm -hmm. the pressure of doing the job and, you know, in in that kind of a role, you want to do a really good job. It takes up a lot of your time and energy. So then I found that I just didn't have the headspace outside. Um, Yeah. And so it got to the point where I'd wake up and I'd have to meditate to go to work um, to feel sort of centered and calm and say, okay, what do I want to get out of today? And when it got to that point, I thought, if I actually have to do that to go to work, I think I'm getting a really big push um, that it's time to to quit. And um, I was coming up to bonus time soon and I thought, you know what, I'm going to stay to get my bonus and then I'm just going to actually make a bold move and I'm yeah. going to leave. So it, it wasn't as planned as I would have, you know, <laughs> like I would probably say to other people like, you know, plan out, you, you know, what you can, in hindsight. It's a in hindsight, thing. yeah, totally. 2020 with hindsight always. Yeah. So I'd probably say, you know, plan it out, but I did not do that. I literally just woke up one day and I talked to my dad and my sister and they were like, I think you should just leave, like work it out. Um, but with that came a huge, like, like a huge journey, I have mm. to be perfectly honest. It, it's been a really big journey. And so when you leave something that has been your whole career for 17 years, you yeah. start to, and you've been good at it. You know, you've had that paycheck every month. You've been good at it. The path was clear um, for that career progression. All of a sudden you're like, well, I could do anything, but what do I do? Like, you know, I could go in any direction. Um, And I, so I decided not only to leave my job, but I decided to move to Brisbane to be with my long distance partner. Oh, wow. (laughs) And so I left my corporate job. I left my local friends. I moved cities. um, And so I did like basically every move you could do within a month of leaving my corporate role. Um, and so with that came huge amount of like ups and downs, trying to, trying to figure out the journey. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's a massive so, adjustment, isn't it? Yeah. I remember feeling that, I think this is why I resonated when we spoke at, at the retreat and subsequently that I just thought, oh, we've got to talk about this because it was a similar thing for me, that sense of, I remember sitting in the office and it was February, 2018, and I just received, uh, an email from the government saying my permanent residency had been granted. And in that moment, I just knew that I was, I guess, finally free to choose my own path, that I wasn't any longer tied to having to have a company sponsor me to stay in my my role and do what I was doing. And I realized at that moment, the thought of actually going to speak to recruitment companies about other finance roles was not where my heart was and I thought oh I can't do this and I sat in that chair and thought oh my god I've got this freedom I've got this crazy amount of insight and clarity that I am definitely not aligned to this path going forward 
And so what do I do? And I was similar. And I, it's funny because I say I say I say the same to people now is be take a more considered route, take the time. But life is messy and it doesn't always work out that way. So you have to forgive yourself if you if you do make those leaps 100%. because it, you have to trust that your path may lead you in a certain way. And I know mine certainly did. I I leapt. I started my coaching business without any really uh, having you know a definitive plan and at the time my mentor had said oh you know why not just stay in your role here and we can work with you doing uh, your work part-time and you can build your your coaching consultancy on the side and at that time I just knew I needed to be all in on something that I couldn't I couldn't split my heart and my energy in two places especially if there was an environment that I just thought whilst it would be safe wouldn't still feed my soul you know and it is brave and it's scary and it does require a lot of courage, but does it does come with a huge, it's almost like the rug, you've, you've taken the rug out from under yourself yeah. and you've got to live then with that uncertainty. And so many people don't make the leap because the idea of the uncertainty is too scary. And I genuinely think if I'd spent any time thinking about the journey, there could have been more chance of me talking myself out mm. of it than yeah. there would have been staying the course and experiencing the highs and lows of, of making that transition and trying to figure out what exactly I was going to do and how I was going to do it yeah. and what it even looked like to, to create a business. Because in corporates, we are trained, we're supported, we have a real uh, opportunity to have investment in us as leaders. But a lot of that leadership doesn't extend to actually if the whole world you know around you changes how are you going to operate and, and we've seen how organizations navigate change most of them navigate it really badly <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. you know so yeah. there is that sense of that journey for me was exactly that sense of oh I'm not going to judge myself and I remember when I, when I published my book last year I wrote wrote about my journey in that which I just talked about oh gosh what I didn't know and the, the high and the low of that journey and in into coming clearer about myself but it's definitely not something I would change because I wouldn't be who I am now as a result of it so how long ago was that uh, exit and and how have you found that evolution of the exploration of what you're doing and where are you where are you now yeah so that was uh almost three years ago now um and so it's it's been a journey and I thought that I had to just say goodbye to everything that because you know you get to this point where you make such a bold decision mm. to leave and and I can really identify by the way with um even though I, I again would say, think about it, I think that if I thought any more, I would have just stayed there and I wouldn't have been aligned and, and as happy as I knew I could be. Mm. And, and I, I'm one of these people who I think I don't want to have any regrets. I didn't want to just keep doing something because in some ways it was easy, you know, you, having that money coming in. And, it, and to your point, it is very comfortable because you get so much resources and so yeah. much support in a lot of ways. Um, but by the time I got over that fact of like, no, I'm going to do this and I want to live a full life, um, 
the I guess the fear versus the you know you just make that jump absolutely I think at first I thought I had to sort it out really quick so I started jumping into trying all this stuff and and I thought that I had to let go of what I was and then Mm. you know because I was no longer aligned to that I had to completely let it go so I went and tried all these different other um, ideas and um, businesses and investing and I got to the point where I was like this this is also not feeling right. But I also think I had to do that to get to where I am now. Now that I look back, I wouldn't actually, okay, there's some things obviously I would like to have been wiser, but um, (laughs) I don't regret it. I I have to say, because the going through that process, you really start to figure out who you are and what you do want, what you don't want. It's sometimes by taking the wrong bus that you figure out, how to get on the right bus. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And so I think, yeah, it sort of took me a while then to realize that, you know, my skill set. you know, I learn a lot of great things in my, in my corporate life and they're very aligned to what I'm also very good at, which is big picture thinking, connecting dots, this sort of strategic idea of how do you grow a business but instead of, um, and a, you know, a business and a brand, but instead of doing it for big organizations, how do I think about doing that for smaller businesses that want to be more purpose-led or individuals who want to grow their personal brand, um, but thinking about more than a bit more holistically. So not just about here's my marketing strategy of how I'm going to grow my business, but actually how do I create my business and my brand around also the life that I want? Yeah, um, wow. And how we actually start to think a little bit different, you know, that, then I started to think, well, I can bring my old expertise yes, and my new life around, you know, what I've learned from, you know, my mentors and being on this journey and being part of great, um, you know, business networks of amazing women and seeing what they've been able to do as well. So it's kind of been a bit of a full journey, but. I think it makes so much been, sense, though. It, yeah. And I think I certainly felt the same when I left corporate was this sense of you're washing your hands of an identity that you feel is no longer who you are, but you go so far with the, oh, that's not me anymore, that you need to go for that exploration journey to then come home to yourself to then say, well, the issue isn't that it's not me. The issue was I'd attached my identity to that as opposed to recognize that that was a skill that I'd accumulated and developed over a 17 year period that I was bloody good at that didn't make me me it was just it's one facet of the fact that I'm a multifaceted human with lots of different skills and lots of different offerings and I think if you bring your expertise that you've applied in large global corporates to the resource that a small business doesn't have the same access to and show them how to bring that critical thinking and that insight and how to do it but align that with what you talked about was this you know what do I believe in in terms of my well-being and having more ethically ethically aligned uh, businesses that you know are orientated with a more holistic purpose-led role and 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 more mission-led then actually you can find you can bring your expertise and bring all of that journey together in one and I think it's important for us not to reject 
our pasts in order to create our future because we wouldn't be who we are had we not had that experience you know and I I for a long time had this idea that was oh I just don't want to work with corporates because I've attached so much meaning of corporates kill the humanness and the joy <laughs> out of people and it's not yeah. true it's not true you know that there are life-sucking organizations granted but there are also really awesome environments where people are so aligned and connected and it it wasn't a holistic, oh, here, everyone in corporates experiencing this life. It was it was my stuff that I needed yes. to process and go, yeah. oh, because of my journey, I've made it mean all of this. And now I've cut off potentially my nose despite my face rather than actually just going, yeah, no, that served me really well. And I often think from an entrepreneur perspective, your parents had the, the entrepreneurial spirit, your grandparents did. But the lessons and the skills that you've learned by being in large corporates and the disciplines and the structures and the processes will serve you immensely well when you're doing your work that you're doing now with, with existing smaller businesses that haven't had that access to that mm. skill set or that training or that development. So I do, I like how you've described it about coming full circle and it is but it's not in the same way. You've actually, exactly. you've collected pieces of yourself that you'd lost along the way and pulled them all back together and gone, okay, this is the whole of Kate and this is what I now bring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and exactly. And to your point, there's people who, you know, in the corporate world, you know, there's some amazing organizations out there. And I, I've realized the more and more as well, how much to your point that we did learn in that corporate world, even just from a leadership perspective, yes. dealing with, difficult people, um, knowing how to get the best out of, you know, people for their own, you know, depending on their own uniqueness. Like we yes. learn so much in the corporate world about leading teams and getting the most out of individuals for who they are rather than trying to create them, you know. And um, so there's so much great stuff. Mm. It's, and so I think that's what I've come back to realize is, it, it to your point, it's all part of the journey. and. Yeah. What I realized is to those stories that we start to create also stop us from unleashing that potential that we yes. have to live our best lives. And once you start creating stories, you're limiting your ability to expand and achieve that bigger vision you might have for your life or yeah. having the courage to go after, you know, something different is yeah. once we get those stories, we can, yeah, it can be really limiting to ourselves. Oh, for sure. And I think you touch on a great point because we do tell ourselves a lot of stories. And I think if we allow ourselves the opportunity to see that they are just that, they're made up constructs in our own mind of the experience that we think we've had from our own perspectives. But if we were to change our perspective and change our frame to create a story that served us, it'd be really different. And I think when we're when we're talking to others whether it's the small businesses that you're helping now build their business strategy and their brand strategy or in my case with female leaders around their self-leadership 
it comes back to the same thing doesn't it it's the what story are you telling yourself (laughs) and in what way is that helping you and is that serving your end goal of creating the life that you want to live or the business that you want to create and the impact that you want to make or is it taking you away from it and I think when we allow ourselves to see that our stories either help us or hinder us we get to choose yeah and that's the great thing you realize isn't it when you go through this journey you start to realize actually I'm creating my own story and so that's also super exciting when you start to realize that the opportunities are endless. So what lights your fire now with the work that you're doing in in business strategy and and brand strategy development for for smaller businesses? How how have you found that experience of bringing all of you together to, to, to make that impact? What lights you up? I think the first thing is to be 100% me and be able mm-hmm. to serve people um, by being 100% myself and yeah. bringing all of me to that um, versus what I thought I had to be in the corporate world. So that would be the first thing. Yeah. The second thing is to help businesses to understand that they can actually step back. It's not just about bringing the money, but to step back and actually ask that question first before we even look at your strategy, what do you actually want for your life? Mm. What do you want it to look like? Because we can build lots of different strategies, but if you go down one path and it's completely against what is in your bigger vision or it's going to take you away from your kids or you know, you yeah. had this idea of how you wanted your life to look, then what's the point of, of developing that strategy? And I think that's one of the unique things that, I do is I don't just jump into the business strategy we get clear and make sure you're clear about what you want for your life then we create a business strategy and then create a brand around you know you as a business owner and what you want for your business and making sure that it's more than just making money it's got a deeper why for you come Mm. to work and some of that why might be about having that life and creating yeah. that life. And some of it is how do you actually serve? So when you go and you're building this business and you wake up and you have a difficult day, you, you actually jump out of bed and go, I actually am doing this because there's a bigger picture. There's a yeah. bigger vision. Um, and I think that's the bit that I'm loving the most in the shift from corporate to smaller businesses is that ability to act and move quicker, but align to the individual. And I think we're moving to a world that's recognizing there's a need for that, both, I think, both in a corporate aspect and in a small business aspect. And I know we live in a capitalist society and we live in an economic structure that rewards creation of shareholder value and maximizing profits. But I do think there is a greater movement towards purpose and meaning in what we do. And I think, you know, we'll use language like culture in corporates and it's, you know, culture is an essence of a community that is showing up and doing and saying things that are in alignment to the direction that they want to go. And they're all bought into a picture that represents that same execution of, of that overall vision. And I look at I look at that now and go, with what's happened over this last 18 months where we've mm. seen so much shift and change and the uncertainty of a global pandemic, uh, structures that we thought were safe and even large corporates having to make really tough decisions around resource and people and look at their own cash flow and look at where they need to amend and adapt to survive that you need to be able to draw on that deeper why and that deeper sense of purpose 
to keep people motivated and connected to themselves and the future that they still want to create and I think Mm -hmm. if we can start embracing a more holistic approach to business generally a holistic approach to leadership in a in a wider context as well that when it comes to difficult times actually what you've got is the the toolkit that you need to be able to lean on that that can see you through the really difficult times yeah 100 percent. and I think that's what's one of the exciting things that's actually come out of COVID and and that's what you, I think as you get older you start to realize even the times that are tough some amazing things can come out of that and I think it's an exciting time to be in business or leadership um, that this is that it's helping it to change quicker and yeah. I think that's an amazing um, outcome of the last 18 months. Oh I think so too and if you were to look at what the last 18 months has done to give you greater clarity around your future direction what does the next, you know, if you were to project out 12, 24 months that you, you would hope to be able to create with that insight of the journey that you've been on, what would you hope to create? What's the impact that you want to make for, for others in that time? Yeah, I really want to help um, women and businesses to have businesses that aren't making them feel caged or limited mm. and that they can really break free and create the life that they want and create models and growth paths that build brands of impact, not just impact for themselves, which is a huge part of it, but impact for the, the you know, clients and the customers they have. Yeah. So that we're part of, you know, I want to be part of the solution of this way forward versus, um, you know, there'll be some parts of, who, you know, the world and the cover world who'll be trying to stay to that old world. And, you know, so I think it's an exciting part to be part of that future of helping people really make an impact and have a business and brand that does help them live their best life and and create life on their terms. So yeah, yeah, a business that they're designing for them and their life that has an impact. Yeah. And if I was to then say with, with that impact in mind, what's the life that you're designing to support, support that. So for you, what's, what's the driver for your why helping them, but from a personal perspective, what do you want? Um, so I want to be able to pretty much live my life um, a couple of months every year overseas um, yeah. and to have that flexibility that I was craving in the corporate world. So and and for my partner to eventually be able to leave his corporate role. And uh, we have plans uh, for how, what that his future could look like as well. Um, and so we, we'd love to travel and we want to be able to live, you know, three months in New York and then three months in uh, maybe the next year we live three months in Europe somewhere Um, so it's part of ours is to be able to have that freedom to uh, travel and actually live in different countries Um, so yeah so and so part of that is right now everything I do I'm trying to think okay is there something I can do now that will help set the business up so if I'm implementing a new part of the business how do I set up the processes now to help me achieve that Um, and then keeping on asking that question is this project or is this thing I'm working on helping me get to that vision Um, so it's about every day asking those questions when you're implementing things in your business that's powerful because it's like your north star isn't it it's that that's it you set you set your your focus area and you're using that to help guide 
how you show up every day. And it's it's so important that we don't lose sight of that. If we were to create the life that we want, it's easy to be distracted by what other people tell us should be our agenda or what we should be spending our time on. And, and often that's, if we're not focused on our own holistic picture of our lives, then we're going to be at the mercy of choosing what other people choose for us you know and as you mentioned with the corporate career it's it's easy to have a beautiful wonderful exciting role dangled in front of you that offers you lots of perks and benefits and greater income but if it doesn't align to your own north star and what your own heart is guiding you towards it becomes it becomes if i think about from a decision making it becomes harder to make decisions that go against your heart and your North Star when you know what it is. Yes. And you can get really clear about, okay, is this right for me or is this wrong for me? And I can I can say no without any hesitation because I already know where I'm heading. And it's it's so much bigger than just you know this next step role. It's it's my my big picture life picture. Yeah. And I think one of the things to add to that hundred percent is you know once you have that vision. But when you start going down this journey what I've noticed too is you start allowing yourself to increase that vision. Yeah. Um, and so I'm starting to notice like, you know, I had this vision of leaving my job, being able to work from anywhere, my partner to quit his job. But now I'm noticing slowly a few other thoughts coming up about, oh, maybe I could actually do this. And I think one thing to talk about is that it's an evolution. We yes. are constantly growing and you keep asking yourself these great questions and aligning to a vision. Your vision actually just gets better. Bigger, the clarity yeah. over time gets better yeah. and you get more confident and trusting that it's okay to, to, to dream. To dream. And, yeah. I don't know if you've found that too, but the yes. more I've allowed myself to start thinking about that vision, it's starting to allow more courage and excitement that it's possible. Oh, it's so true. And I'm glad you raised that because... It's, you're right, because when I left my corporate career, I, I had initially thought, right, I'm just going to focus on one-to-one coaching. And that's all I had was a, as a plan when I left my corporate career. And then it ended up being more uh, group-led leadership programs. And then with COVID hitting, it transitioned to a completely different, okay, I'm going to create an online version of what I was doing in person, but create it deeper make it make it ask the really difficult questions of people and make that an eight-week journey and in that time even just having aspirations to write a book publish that start this podcast none of that was on the list of to-dos when I when I left you know in, in February 2018 and made that decision it was a sense of okay well I'm just going to take this next step but I know the end goal is about for me it's about being aligned to my heart it's all about using my heart to guide me it's about making sure that whatever I'm doing I'm never going to betray my heart because there's lots of shiny things out there that can look good on the surface but if it's not what my heart needs and and that's managing ego as well because you can get caught up with this idea of what your identity should look like based on what other people have achieved or what they've got or how much income they've earned or how big their house is and how many holidays they go on and I just thought well I can choose a life based on what could be aesthetically pleasing on the outside or I can choose 
and that could be killing me on the inside or I can choose a life that actually makes me full of joy on the inside and then whatever manifests from that is just completely in alignment with me whether that's uh, one holiday a year or whether that's 15 holidays a year it doesn't really matter as long as actually I feel that I'm connected to to myself and, and my own truth and I think once I've had that clarity of okay that's what I'm doing the the vision as you talk about the evolution of it just gets bigger because you are stepping into a greater understanding of what you're capable of and you mentioned right at the beginning around the the limiting beliefs and the stories that we tell ourselves to stop us from creating the life that we want but when you do start creating and taking that first step it's like say you're walking down a road and you've just you know you've been walking 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 for ages and you've now just reached the the little hump in the road and you're at the crest of it and for the first time you can see what's on the other side and now your journey begins to to move towards what's on the other side and I feel yeah I feel like you have to do the hard yards first where all you've got is this what feels like a big mountain that you're climbing first and foremost and then you get to that tip and you go oh there is another mountain further ahead but actually what I'm going to see along the way is going to be this you know awesomeness that I get to experience tough in some places for sure but actually I allow myself to grow and evolve in that so oh I'm excited I'm excited to see where you go over the next next couple of years with that clarity of that vision so if you were to give um one no it doesn't have to be one piece of advice (laughs) if you were to give guidance based on your own journey for someone who was feeling that disconnection from themselves or that inner niggle based on your journey so far in making a transition and it it doesn't have to be someone who wants to make a transition out of corporate into entrepreneurship but just someone who's ready to make a change and knows something isn't right what what would you guide them to do based on what you've experienced in your own journey yeah I think one of the big things I've learned is and I think we've just, you've actually just touched on it a little bit then was around this alignment. And mm-hmm. when you're, you become out of alignment, it, your world starts to feel quite chaotic. Um, and when I think back, that's why I had to start meditating every day because all of a sudden what my head was telling me is you've got this great career, stay in this job, you're earning good money, you've got a great career path, you know, Um, What would people think if I just quit? You know, um, you've got the head and then your heart's like, this is not right. This is not right. So it's about starting to try and I think align Mm. both your head and your heart. And some of the things is starting to journal, meditate, do things, breath work, do stuff that starts to get you more aligned and start thinking about what is it that I, why am I not aligned? Like start asking really good questions. Um, because over my journey, I think that's the thing I've learned. The better the questions you can start to ask and journal and try and align your head and heart, the easier that journey or next step will be versus I was like, I just knew I needed to change and I was out of alignment. And so mm-hmm. I just, you know, I left. But and, and look, I think for me, that was where I was at on my journey yeah. and what I needed to do. But I think if you can start to align, that will help you know, do I need to just throw the baby out with the bathwater or do I actually is it more of a small pivots that I can start to make changes in my day that will start to help me feel more aligned and head me into a journey of getting better clarity um I so, love that. 
yeah I think that's kind of it's it sounds so easy but it's it's actually not um requires consistency and awareness yeah Yeah. and just constantly listening every day just doing a little something whether it's a walk journaling meditation just start to listen and align and I think that's the biggest shift for me I think that's really powerful advice I think that listening and alignment is key the issue we have is not many of us take the time to listen. So we do a lot of numbing. So people will turn to alcohol, people will turn to binge watching TV shows just to switch off at night and not have to contend with the, oh, actually, I'm not really feeling connected to myself and something's wrong, but it's a bit too scary for me to face what's wrong at the moment. So I'm just going to numb. And I think that alignment does require courage to step into being able to see something that you might not be ready to see, but actually is everything you need to see in order to be able to really access the potential that you have within you. And and to your point earlier, to design the life that you actually really, really want. Mm. I think to your point, um, one thing I, I started to do to get on this journey was I started to write down what was going on in my head. Mm. So, um, you know, what are all the thought bubbles I'm having? Cause it can be a lot of courage to start going, Oh, listen here, but get yeah. out of your head, those thoughts, Yeah. because once you put them on paper, some of them is not as big as you actually think they are. Mm. So even that step of starting to get your thoughts into a journal or what are the big bubbles, like just in big circles, like what are the big thoughts you're having? Um, that can be a great way to start taking that journey. And oh, then saying, well, why yeah. do I feel like that? Okay, I'm thinking about, I don't know, what, uh, <laughs> whatever that thought is. Yeah. Um, and then ask why am I, you know, why am I thinking about this? What's the why behind that? Like, mm. why am I thinking about this? Why is it worrying me? Mm. You know, what am I scared of? Like, yeah. yeah yeah it is it's powerful journaling is definitely a tool that I know I use frequently I've got a beautiful journal that I journal in each week and actually I used to just journal free form before but this year I tried something different just to have uh, a prompted journal which asks me different questions so that I could answer what what I might be feeling but in different ways and that's been really valuable but I think you're right the first thing you can do is if you can't drop into your heart with ease first is to get out of your head by getting those thoughts down that's really valuable is there as we we wrap up there's a couple more questions I just want to ask is there anything that I should have asked you that I haven't that you would like to answer and share um a good question (laughs) (laughs) um I not really but I think one of the things I've learned is it's not uh, there's a great book the five regrets of the dying Mm. which is actually by an Aussie Bronnie Ware and I always think about that is like if you're starting to question your life think about am I going to regret like if I was on my deathbed, would I regret staying in this job or would I regret, you know, not looking after my health or, you know, not saving more money to go on that holiday or whatever it is. Mm. And some of them are pretty big decisions. Like I'm, there were a lot of those were easy ones, but um, is, is to ask yourself, would you regret it? And I think for me, that was ultimately where I got to was I knew I would regret 
been on the path that no longer felt right mm. and that and it takes courage to ask those questions but I think that life is short yes it's so long yes and like it's not worth staying in something we hate there are so many examples of amazing women yes um, and men but obviously this is more about women you know yeah. just doing amazing things and I think life is short so don't yeah don't let don't stop yourself because there's so many people out there who would help you and there's support networks yeah which links to my second part of it which is there are a lot of people out there who will support you if you ask for it and there's amazing networks out there um so start talking about it to people you trust or finding networks of people you trust because you'll be surprised when you start trying to reach out who will start to show up in your life absolutely oh I love that yes thank you for sharing that because it is it's true life is indeed short and it is indeed too long to spend it being unhappy and miserable and I always say when it comes to regret fear a life unlived rather than making a mistake you know and, and worrying about what people will think of you if you if you can go out of your life going you know what I gave it my best shot and yes i buggered up loads of times and I made lots of mistakes but that's okay because actually each one of those showed me something that I would never have had access to had I not given something a go so I love that I've thoroughly enjoyed this interview one last question how do people find you and how can they connect with you and if they are a business that's looking for someone to help them with their brand and business strategy where will they find you Yeah, so very simple. You can find me at www.kateharris.co and you can also find me on Instagram, kateharris.co. So that is really easy. Um, So jump on um, and you can send me a DM or check out um, or follow and see what I have going on. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear from anyone who needs some help. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And thanks for being so open and vulnerable with your share, because I know it's not always easy to share that the journey to a transition isn't straightforward, smooth, and often too too many of us paint a picture of how perfect life is when the reality is is so different and life's messy. So thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing the messiness, but also the the truth of actually when you persist and you are consistent with your approach, you do find you do find your sweet spot, you do find where your joy is again. And and what you're doing now is absolutely part of that testament to to show you that you found that spot. And as you evolve, I can't wait to see how that continues to expand as, as your own evolution. Uh, continue so thank you so much thank you for having me it's been great chatting I'll catch up with you soon take care Sounds good bye thanks so much for listening to the unstoppable woman podcast the path to the future you want leads from your heart if you got value from this podcast please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too we need more women claiming their seats at the table until next time live your truth and be